Welcome to the Wild at Heart Men's Podcast with Jordan Jensen. This is the podcast where I explore the tools and techniques and strategies you can use to build deeper, richer relationships in your life with the people that you love. If you want to keep up to date on the podcast and everything else that I do, you can follow me on Instagram at Strictly For My Gingers or on Facebook at Wild at Heart Men or Jordan Jensen. Now, onto the podcast. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Jordan. <laughs> so, I had a few incidences of like just conversations around commitment and what commitment means in the last couple of weeks. And when I spoke to you about this last night, I thought it'd be a really cool thing for us to discuss how it shows up for us in our relationship. Because I know for me, um, any sort of sense of commitment was something I ran away, ran screaming from in the majority <laughs> of other relationships. I just like didn't want to be tied down or anything like that. It was just really, so there was a lot of fear around it. And I thought it'd be cool for us to just have a discussion around that and see what comes up. Yeah, it's um, like in previous relationships for me, I guess for me, when I'm in a committed relationship, I just, yeah, commit. And I haven't had a relationship where I've broken up with someone because that's like previously I've just, I guess, dimmed my light because I'm just committed to the relationship and it doesn't really matter what I do. But I guess now I'm also like being more aware like still definitely committed um but just yeah learning to accept who i want to be and then just letting people in that accept that as well interesting i think i've been on the like other end of the spectrum there where i'm definitely much more likely to break up with someone than i am to be broken up with because it's like beating them for me it's like beating them to the punch of like well i don't want to be broken up with so i'm gonna leave this and I guess I was always just so conflict averse that I'd much rather break up with someone than actually have a challenging, scary conversation. Um, but <laughs> I didn't want to like deal with it and live with it. I had to get away from it. Yeah. I just found, I, I really hated conflict. I really hated having like the tough conversations. So I'd be really good at like blaming the other person, just thinking, okay, well clearly it's not going to work with them because putting effort in isn't, what I signed up for in this relationship. And if it doesn't work without any effort, then I'm out of here. I'm going to go find someone who is just going to work perfectly with. <laughs> Funny. Cause it's like, well, to me anyway, it feels like that's what's been sold to us for so long. Like all this, it's the right relationship when you find, find the one, cause it's going to be easy, but yeah, like life happens and, <laughs> you'll get thrown curveballs and yeah like committing to work through it together is very powerful which i think we've done quite a bit in this relationship mm. well let's just like rewind a bit and go into so when you say commitment what do you mean exactly for me it's like having that integrity and like all right, I've committed to myself and to my partner that I'm going to be with them. Um, and that's like through hardships as well. So I'll, I'm committing to 
support you. And I guess that's like promising to myself that that's what I'll do and that's how I'll show up. And if I'm not showing up that way, definitely more so recently, I've definitely felt like something's up and something's wrong um, or just something's happened um, when I don't show up how I want to show up. And that's just, yeah, a bit of personal integrity. Mm. So with that mindset, when would it be like, okay, or the right time to break up? For me, it, pro- it would probably be if there's massive misalignments in values mm-hmm. and we're just taking different paths in our lives and they just don't align anymore. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that I don't want that person in my life. It's just like maybe we're like, yes, it's great to have individual goals and shared goals but if we don't both don't want to work on those shared goals anymore then yeah so i guess when i try and like commitment it's like okay well i'm committing to work on this uh it sounds like there is a point where you decide okay well i've tried and it's not changing um so i'm going to leave and that it kind of sounds like you're breaking your commitment there so i'm interested in how you like um how you think and feel around that Hmm. (laughs) um well for me like if it's a conversation that we've had and like we've both tried and it hasn't worked, then for me, it feels like it's a massive misalignment then. Um, Like either one person or both, both parties just don't want to work on the relationship anymore. Mm. Okay. So there's like the commitment is going, okay, this is something that's not working. I'm going to bring it up. And I like, I'm going to create the space and the opportunity for us both to come together and work on this. But if the other person doesn't show up to work on it, then it's like, okay, cool. Well, I tried, I, you know, I brought this to the table, but they didn't want to, you know, come and help. So, you know, there's a misalignment, there's a values misalignment because clearly we don't care enough about this issue to resolve it together. So I'm going to go find someone that like, we, we do work better together. Hmm. I guess like not, not necessarily find someone straight away because of that, but just, um, I don't know, just still be you, still be myself and yeah, whatever comes along, comes along. Okay. Yeah. I just want to, what was that look? <laughs> oh, I just want to understand like, when's the point where it's like, okay, cool, mate. I fulfill my commitment. Um, and I'm going to go now as I like comparing to as the whole death till death do us part marriage perspective of like the last few centuries where it's like, you know, even if they don't want to bring it to the table, it's your duty as a partner to like continually try, even if you like both, like it takes until you die for nothing to change. It's uh, okay, cool. Put in the effort, try to bring it to the table. Um, and if they're not willing to work with you, then, 
okay, it's time to move on. Yeah, well, it's a two-way street, like not just in romantic relationships, but in friendships as well. Mm. And yeah, like for me, communication is a massive part of that. Like I've had friendships break down because I didn't realize that I've done something wrong. And because that wasn't communicated with me, if I had known, maybe I would have worked on that because that's a commitment that I made to myself and to those friends that I'd be a good friend. But if I don't know that I've done something wrong, then how would I know? <laughs> it's pretty hard to be a good friend if you don't know what like being a good friend means to them, what behaviours need to go into that. Yeah, like what's a part of their checklist and like with romantic partners as well, like what's a part of their checklist as to what a committed partner means, like what a committed partner does. So in the past, in the relationships you've had, uh, how have you noticed like the partner showing up or not showing up with commitment? Is it like from your experience, has it been like a common trait or it's something that's often been missing? Um, with a few, well, hmm. there has been a common trait of lack of commitment with previous partners, um, which haven't worked. And again, now thinking back, I've just let that slip and just felt like, oh, and just making excuses for them yeah. and not actually asking them like, oh, and that not actually pulling them up on it. Like you said, you do this with me. Like, why aren't you doing this with me? Or even like previous partners cheating on me. Like, okay. I thought like being in a relationship at the time, like was implied that we'd communicate to each other when there's something wrong and not just like go out and find someone, uh, some another, some other partner to fulfill those needs that I'm not giving. And yeah, I feel like it goes back into the lack of communication from both ends, like them not communicating their needs and desires and me not communicating that something's overstepping my boundaries. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like you, um, you took up the slack on the commitment that they didn't have where you'd be kind of like overcommitted to make it work where you'd be like overly forgiving and sacrifice your boundaries and kind of let them get away with murder, even though it like, hurt you to do that. Um, it was like, okay, well, the priority of sustaining the relationship is higher than the priority of you being happy and <laughs> enjoying a fulfilling life. <laughs> Which now sounds so silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why was I in this relationship to begin with? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But like, that's such a, like, I know that was a really common thing for me too, even though I was like probably a lot better at breaking up with people than you were in the past, like a lot more okay with like writing it off. There was still that sense of, oh shit, well now we've failed. And I didn't want it to be like, it's like this weird thing that, you know, if I don't, if this relationship doesn't work, if it doesn't last forever, then it's a failure. Mm, and I'm a failure. Mm. Like that's the story that I'd say to myself. Because you didn't make it work, Jamie. What the hell? Mm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> if only you'd be loving. <laughs> so, how do you notice you've changed in the way you do commitment then? 
you're like, I guess what's, yeah, what's changed in what's okay and what's not okay. Um, probably for me, what's changed is knowing my own values and actually sticking to those mm. and committing to myself first and putting myself first rather than putting my partner first. Yeah. Because you got to look after number one. <laughs> it's, it's interesting for me. I've noticed it's changed from like, as I've committed more to being honest with myself and taking care of myself, it's allowed me to commit more to you know, working through the hard shit in a relationship. And like, that's been, it's kind of paradoxical. It's like, okay, well, if I focus on me more, it actually allows me to focus on like, and nurture the relationship more, but it kind of makes it less work because there's more being said. In my experience, it's like, you know, if I have an issue with something you've done, um, I'll explore it myself and why it's an issue for me and then I'll share it with you because it would have you know, subtly or unsubtly changed the way I communicate with you and show up. And I want you to know that, that I'm not just you know, avoiding you because I don't love you anymore. It's like I was processing something and I wanted to kind of have my head and my feelings around it. And I forgot to communicate that with you earlier. And this is, this is what happened in the last week. <laughs> yes, which we had that conversation and I'm glad we did. Um, <laughs> thank you. for. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, pretty interesting because there's a lot of things that are out of our control at the moment. But yeah, there's still a lot of things that are in our control that we can still continue to work on this relationship and think choosing to do that such a powerful thing as well that yeah i feel you like really hit the nail on the head there with like commitment is like the choosing every day to you know choosing your partner every day and go okay well today i love you i want to nurture you and i want to be with you and in choosing to do that, I think it's in the best service that I say that I let you know that I've been resenting you the last week because of you showing up late um, to that thing we were meant to do. And I just like to hear what's going on for you with that. And I just wanted to share that that was challenging for me. Sorry, <laughs> I was just thinking it was the last week and what was going through my head <laughs> than actively listening to you for that whole thing. Um, sorry. Now I feel betrayed yeah. and like you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, yeah, I guess like, well, since you being back and then now not having you next to me physically after living with each other and as made it difficult for me, not really emotionally, but just having that physical connection, I've mm -hmm. realised that that means a lot to me. And like, it's something that we've permitted to work on before you went away. And yeah, 
yeah, like same. It's been enormously challenging. And I didn't realize as how much effort was going to be required um, on my internal part to start like scheduling time to talk to you and like organizing video calls and stuff like that. Whereas before it was so easy, I'd just like rock up at your place or you'd be living with me. Um, and we just have that time naturally. Now that it's sort of, it requires more intention and foresight for it to happen because we both have a fair bit of stuff on our plate. It's, it's been really interesting how, I guess that, that theme of commitment plays out of, okay, well, we're committed to making this work. Um, and I want to make this work and I really enjoy my time with you. Now it's taking more energy and focus than I was expecting. And like, that would have been the point, not this point, but those were like the signs for me in the past that, okay, well maybe it's time for me to leave this relationship because it's taking too much energy. So what's changed for you now that it is more and it, and then now that you feel like it requires more energy, um, but you've still chosen to commit? Because I think I'm not in it for the short term, just the short term highs anymore. Um, where I see it as we're, we're like a team and we're, we're building something. And also just the self-knowledge that like, there's not always going to be like beautiful, high, easy times, there's going to be challenges. And like the longer a relationship is, the more challenges there's going to be. Also, the, there's the greater opportunity for those rich, deep, amazing times. Uh, but my perspective is you can't really have one without the other. Um, however, you can make all of them meaningful and use all of those experiences to strengthen, like I can use all those experiences to strengthen myself and also strengthen my connection with you and learn. Mm. yeah I love that and like what you said before as well like we've kind of been forced into this isolation in a way but I kind of see it beautiful because we are being a bit more intentional with our time together and it's not just like in passing just like catching up but yeah having deeper conversations and having those difficult conversations with each other and those times when we can actually catch up yeah, definitely. Because I did notice when we were living together, it was easy just to like come home and go to sleep and be like, oh, yeah, well, like the time lying in bed before we go to sleep is our connection time. It was sort of, it was never like from my part, and I want to apologize for that too. I wasn't really intentioned about it. And it was easy to go, okay, well, I'm going to see Jamie tonight. So I don't need a roster in time to be proactively and intentionally doing stuff with her. Mm. kind of feels like um yeah since when we were living together it's kind of felt like we've been a bit not lazy but kind of lazy in a way to not push ourselves outside of our comfort zone in a way in, in as much in the relationship whether it's like just doing random activities that we've both we both don't have any experience on together or um yeah like still having difficult conversations but yeah i feel like it's I feel like we've be both been more complacent and really too comfortable in a way. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, I think laziness really encapsulates it, where 
it just it got easy to like easy to maintain in quotation marks which is sort of like i guess the way i look at it if if you just maintain the relationship is actually like slowly dying and like looking back on it i think we did have some really rich beautiful experiences especially like doing these sort of little podcasts together where we where we have actually intentionally set aside time to talk about something meaningful and cool um but there was much more of an absence of that compared to when we were living apart. Mm, yeah, I agree. And like, we've got another project that we're working on together. And I found that because well, like, it's another thing that we've committed to do together, but I go on more like the headspace in that project mm. and just project mode rather than, and whenever I see you, I associate with, you with like a partner in this project no. rather than a romantic partner as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a funny kind of like line to tread where I think it's not just to set us moving forward, it's gonna be not just setting intentional time, it's gonna be like, okay, cool, this is gonna be like intentional, romantic, intimate time this is going to be like intentional boundary pushing time. This is going to be intentional project work time. Mm, yeah. It's, well, I don't know for me, the line kind of blurs cause yeah, everything that we're working on, it's something that we're really excited and passionate about. Mm. So yeah, everything's just exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, it's been like in hindsight, like beautiful to have us both physically apart because we are being a bit more intentional. I think is the main thing that has come out of this for me, um, especially since we've been having more of these conversations and just, yeah, I just sit with it as well. Mm. Just thinking, yeah, perhaps I'm being, I'm just reflecting on what you said about um, you, know, you don't see it as all those separate, like all the projects are not like separate. I guess I was trying to be like, okay, well, in this context, Jamie is my business partner and completely disregard that you're my girlfriend. And that's, <laughs> I'm noticing how good I am at like compartmentalization. Whereas I could definitely relate with you in those contexts, like in a loving, intimate way. Um, and have that flow into it but we also have like the focus on the project mm, yeah challenge each other and um yeah the business and also challenge each other romantically as well what do you mean by that oh just like push each other's boundaries i suppose like with the project that we're working like with big action tribe there's some things that you do that i'm like no nah, i want to do it <laughs> but it's something that I struggle with in like our romantic relationship because I've like in the past it's been I guess easy for me to just be that supporting nurturing person and rather than challenging because me challenging my partner in the past has led to me not having a partner so I guess that's just been I don't know, just a belief that, yeah, in a story that I've just 
latched onto. But yeah, and you telling me that you're excited, more excited about challenges, and which is exciting for me because I can delve into that side of me a bit more. And I realized that at the side of the relationship, I think I was doing that a bit, and then that's kind of died down as I've become more comfortable and quote unquote lazy mm. and yeah I guess also like around like last year when you got back I've just taken on that I think I was talking to you about this the other night just yeah. taking on that really loving and nurturing role and I've just stuck with that which isn't difficult for me to do because it's uh, I find it just really easy to just yeah be loving and nurturing yeah, and I'm, I'm glad we had that conversation because it helped me realize that what I was missing in our relationship was the challenge and kind of the excitement that comes with pushing each other's boundaries and um, you know, stepping a bit more into that masculine space with each other where we, we do challenge and we do push and we like kind of playfully and lovingly push each other's buttons and be like, all right, well, like, no, nah, that's, that's a terrible idea. What if we do it this way? Um, well, maybe not. That's a terrible idea, but more, okay, I can see where you're going with that. Um, what I think would make it better would be this. And let's have a discussion about that. And just like, kind of like that playful pushing that we were really good at in the beginning. And yeah, I'd agree, kind of faded out as we got like comfortable and just kind of settled into that really that holding loving space where there wasn't as much intentionality and not as much intensity either. Yeah. And you think like the lack of intensity would be, be because of the lack of challenges as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. So I'm, I'm kind of excited and yeah, I think this all plays like plays into the overall theme of commitment where it's, you know, this wasn't an easy conversation to have with you the other night. It's, it's becoming so much easier to do these with you. Maybe we should like level them up, make them even more challenging. <laughs> yeah, step up. <laughs> more difficult conversations. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I guess like the more we like practice it and the more we work on it, the yeah. And the more in tune with ourselves, I think, that we are, the easier it is to just communicate that. Mm. Yeah, it's, I, I agree with that because of reflecting on previous partners, like I wouldn't even, uh, I would have known something was wrong or like I felt like something was missing, but I wouldn't have really known what it was. Um, but by now with you, it's like, okay, cool. I understand that there's, I am missing that challenge because I know what it feels like in a relationship with someone where there's a lot of challenge. Um, and that's the experience that's missing with us. And I feel that's a part of ourselves that we haven't explored together as much as I'm desiring. And yeah, that, now I actually have language to communicate that with you and can have a conversation rather than me just like silently resenting that ambiguous thing that's missing and I'm blaming you for it and I'm blaming myself for it and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, time to go find a new partner. Mm, yeah <laughs> it's funny how it works and like wow we can actually use words to do this 
<laughs> beyond just calling each other names and walking out. <laughs> Although that's something that we haven't really like done in quote unquote and in a negative way, yeah. really. Uh, explain a bit more. Oh, like when you said rather than just calling each other names. And, uh, that was yeah. definitely more reference to me when I was <laughs> when I was young before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you did that to me, I'd probably pull you up on that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good, because I think that'd be extremely healthy for both of us. Just because, mm. yeah, like I was, um, I was catching up with, uh, with someone this morning and they were late. And like, it wasn't a business meeting, it was social. And normally, like, and this wasn't the first time they'd done that either. And is this where this is where the commitment and the self experience extends into like all types of relationships? Like, well, you know, I've set aside this time to hang out with you and see you and speak with you and connect with you, and you haven't shown up. And we have spoken about this before. This isn't the first time. Like, I'm experiencing anger and resentment because I feel like my time's not valued, and. I just wanted to share that with you because I wanted to be honest. And that was like a really challenging conversation with me. I'd wanted to bring it up like a week or a week and a half ago when they'd done it before. Um, but I didn't because I was afraid of the outcome and I was afraid of the emotional intensity. But now it's like, oh, fuck, like seeing all this stuff about commitment and like committing to make a better relationship and a better friendship, I better fucking do that. <laughs> um, and it was cool because there were tears and there was like uh, uncomfortable experiences. And at the end of that conversation, we're probably closer and more able to be honest with each other than ever before. And I find that really cool and just noticing, yeah, like being able to tune in with myself and not just being like, oh, they're like, oh, but that's fine, that's cool. It's, well, actually, Honestly, I did, I wasn't happy with that. And you know, younger Jordan would have been like, oh no, it's fine. And just like passively, aggressively stop talking to them or walk to, like just to cut them out of my life. But yeah, I think it comes down for me for like actually respecting people, respecting and valuing the friendship I have with them and caring about them, wanting them to grow. Because if I cared about someone, I'd point out the things that I think <laughs> Elliot, <laughs> Elliot uses uh, a friend of mine um, who he's great with like, all this coaching stuff as well. I absolutely love conversations with him. He uses like the personality spinach in your teeth. You point, <laughs> like, pointing out to your friends the personality spinach. You're like, oh, have you noticed you're always late when we're um, to social events? And you'll say that you'll be here at a certain time and you're not. Mm. <laughs> I really like that concept. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah, I've loved like applying that in like relationships and friendships and like inviting people to do it with me because it's just, you know, you actually kind of, it's an uncomfortable thing of like, oh, hey, Jamie, you've got some food in your teeth. Um, but then afterwards you're like, oh, cool. We could have that conversation. We could point that out. And now I don't have food in my teeth. 
such a great analogy. I'm definitely going to use that now. Thanks, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um interesting because I was having like a few, probably a year ago now. Um, yeah, when I was having some things come up with certain friendships and like, I'm definitely one to pack up my days. I have, my housemates mentioned it to me earlier, like, oh, so what have you got on today? And rattled off my whole schedule for the day. Like, so standard day for you there? Like, yep, everything's packed up. <laughs> but I guess for me, it's because that's like, I've re I'm really being intentional with the time that I'm spending for myself and like with other people. And there's been times like going back to, um, the situation with um, previous friends that they've taken that as, oh, well, if you have to schedule time in with friends and it's not a true friendship, like, well, for me, it's actually being more intentional that I'm dedicating this time to be fully present with you. And like, yeah, this is time that I've set aside for myself and us. And I'm not get letting anything distract me at this time. Mm. I think, yeah, for me, a commitment goes back to being really intentional and being true to yourself. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. <laughs> Do you have other questions? Are there some areas you think I or we could improve on? I kind of like the idea of having time set aside for when we're intentionally challenging ourselves. It's like leading up to it's that feeling like shit, what's Jordan going to bring to the table, <laughs> which really excites me. Um, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it and not just, yeah. And I love that we're, I love that we've had that conversation as well because it really, well, yeah, I found that I've tuned into myself to figure out like what have I been doing that has been different at the start of this relationship compared to the last six months, for example. Mm. Um, yeah. And just setting intentions as well as to how I want to show up in this relationship and, um, yeah, how I want to support you and how I want to support myself. Just being really honest about that. Yeah. I like it. I'm excited. I'm already like thinking like, oh, what, what challenges could we do? And like, <laughs> you're in person. Like, I, I know they'd be <laughs> physical. Um, and I do remember like the first time we kind of hung out was when you were afraid of, going upside down and I was like well tough shit we're doing we're doing cartwheels because <laughs> I know mm -hmm. you to get through the fear <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because um I was going through such a hard day then and I was picking up my speaker from uh, your friend's house and you were there and you said hi how are you and I just 
bawled my eyes out, <laughs> which was already so uncomfortable for me to just crying, <laughs> right? In, ugly crying in front of you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was really fun and exciting. And then you taught me how to do cartwheels. <laughs> so yeah, like bringing in that playfulness as well and like doing acro together and I remember setting time aside to do that every Wednesday to go to this class together because mm. every single week would be a different, um, different challenge for us physically and mentally. Cause like, what? I thought that was my left leg. No, that's my right leg. <laughs> and yeah, but yeah, like that's a bit more physical. So it'd be interesting to see like what creative things we come up with yeah, in this time. Damn it, Lindsay and Sarah, come back. I want our acro yoga again. They're actually coming back to Australia. Oh, sick. Well, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be cool. It's just going to be, we'll just be thinking creatively um, of how we can make this work with a, obviously geographic distance between us where so much of the challenge we, like all the challenge we've ever done has been physical physically orientated mm, yeah definitely i'm excited <laughs> so am i <laughs> can't say this because this is audio but i just did a happy day <laughs> <laughs> it's disgustingly cute <laughs> any last words or things you'd like to share before you finish up I guess for me, like for people that are, or well, whether or not you're in relationships, it goes back to committing to yourself first is the biggest thing for me in terms of commitment. That's what I've noticed in the past that because I haven't committed to myself, that's when relationships didn't work. But if I had committed to myself and it didn't work, then I know that I've been true to myself and I've been happy with my decision. Hmm. Yeah, that really resonates. And and as for me, it was, it was like committing to my growth in things that matter. Whereas before I was committing to like trying to feel happy all the time, which wasn't going to work. Um, and so I think it was just part of like coming to terms with reality and realizing there's more important stuff than like, than hedonic happiness. There's meaningful, rich stuff that I can, put my time and my intention into, and there's always going to be challenges. There's always going to be stress. There's always going to be high points and low points. So have less in my life so I can commit more to the things that matter. Mm, I love that. Yeah, definitely resonates with me as well. Excellent. Well, everyone call it there. And well, thanks again for another beautiful, intentional conversation, Jamie. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks again for joining me on the podcast. And as always, if you want to keep on top of everything that I'm doing, you can follow me on Facebook at Jordan Jensen or Wild at Heart Men or on Instagram at Strictly for My Gingers. I'll see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>